Once upon a time, there was a salesman called Jerry Lundergaard. Okay, real good then. Who always dreamt of striking it rich. Wait, have you had a chance to think about that deal I was talking about, those 40 acres there? So, we all set on this thing then? You want your own wife kidnapped. Now her dad, he's real well off. So why don't you just ask him for the money? <laughs> but in a place called Fargo, anything can happen. How's Gene? Who's Gene? Circumstances have changed, Jerry. What the heck do you mean? Blood has been shed, Jerry. Here's the second one. You should see the other guy. Oh, geez. Fargo. Welcome to Fanboy and the Snob. I'm the Chris. Snob. Welcome to Fanboy and the Snob. Welcome to Fanboy, Fanboy and the, the snob. snob. I'm Chris. And I'm Chad. And today we watched Fargo. Uh, Coen Brothers, 1996. Masterpiece, I think. Don't you know? definitely one of the best movies i've ever seen did i tell you when i first tried to watch this movie i had to turn it off because it was too drunk and it was too wisconsin-y <laughs> it can do it God, that upsets me because the first time i watched it i was really drunk and i was like i fucking love it <laughs> i want to go there i want to be one of them god i love that setting it's the best the setting is so good i really like Despite everyone having to put on like five layers of clothes to walk out of the house mm. and even then going, fuck, it's cold, even though they got gloves <laughs> and like three hats on and everything was white and like desolate. I don't think I could deal with constant snow. <laughs> I could. I fucking hate snow. I love the snow. Well, you know, even with your job, actually working up here in the snow is fun. It's awesome. But doing my job, <laughs> delivering in the snow sucks. Oh, I'm sure. It's fun to walk down the lines of cars, like slipping on ice, being like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And like, if you fall, you just fall into a car. Yeah, and then not you, like me, where you try to squeeze between something and fall and fuck your back. And you're also like, really fat, but um, I'm fucking I like watching the cars spin. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's like, whoa, you don't know how to drive on ice, and then some Guatemalan guy who doesn't speak English is doing three sixties and a fucking nine eleven. You're just like, all right, get my paperwork ready. Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> This movie starts out with, what's his name? William H. Macy. Talking to Steve Buscemi and that guy, we're going to forget his Peter name. Peter Stormare. Peter Stormare. To do a job about to... kidnapping his wife to get money. And it was going to be 80 grand. And then after her rich dad pays it, they would split it down the middle. You'd get 40, I'd get 40. Mm -hmm. That was the deal. Plus the car. Plus the car. <laughs> which was they needed the car they needed the car <laughs> see Buscemi was my fucking car <laughs> my fucking car a fucking shot <laughs> oh see Buscemi <laughs> dude again uh, Steve Buscemi William H Macy Paul Giamatti if they were better looking they would be a like like leading man top tier actors because they're amazing I think Brad Pitt and Ben Affleck are the only actors I'll nowadays scratch Ben Affleck off that list Brad Pitt is still fucking good Netflix's a great actor, though. I'm saying like good-looking guys being actors right, and actually and saying, being able to act. Right, but comparing Brad Pitt to Ben Affleck is doing Brad Pitt an injustice. Did you watch mm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did you watch Argo? I didn't want to watch Argo. Oh, it was fine. Hmm. Ben Affleck. I love Ben Affleck. Yes, you have a bo you have a boner for certain male actors, and you excuse everything they uh, do. Uh, 
just like Scott Adkins. You were trying to get me to watch one of his movies because you just. I wanted, watched it though. I you watched. You just it. wanted to jerk off. To I just him want to watch shirtless. his fight scenes. You just want to jerk off to him. Boyka. shirtless. <laughs> Boyka, but he wasn't. He was in Undisputed Two and Three too. And we did that review. We we're like, I don't know if he was in the other ones. <laughs> well, because I've only seen Boyka. Yeah. <laughs> I say we should have looked up. <laughs> Fuck it. That's not how we do things here. Anyway, back to Fargo. Uh, yeah, so William H. Macy concocts this huge plan because somehow he's like $300,000 in debt. They never really go into it, but he's like, for 90s money, $300,000 in debt is like, that's like, like nowadays that's a house. <laughs> I think he was in debt just because he put it all towards the thing, but he had to get the money to back it up to pay it off because so he, he got that loan. So he took the huge, so he frauded, he, he took the loan out on those cars to pay for the lot to then get the grandfather to invest seven hundred thousand dollars in yeah so we'd make like what four hundred thousand yeah which is why he was pissed off about ten percent of a hundred seven hundred thousand because he was in the three hundred thousand dollar debt yeah william h macy's character is a real stand-up fellow he should have done some things he should right when he got the deal to get like the finder's fee he should have been like you know what fuck it (laughs) 20%. 20%. What he should have done as soon as the lady went, is a car missing? He should have walked the lot and gone, holy fuck, a car's missing. You know? Either that or just cry and be like, I didn't want my father-in-law to know. Yeah, true. I feel like do, that, do he's anything, a weasel. That would have been the yeah, best. His whole character is like, I love how he goes, now hold on, hold on. Like, And then <laughs> everyone's like, shut the fuck up, you know? Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Steve Buscemi's character is the only one that swears, really. Scotty swears once, and they're all like, language. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the mom in this movie is such a good Midwestern mom. Just when she's watching the TV there. And she yeah, and she's looks like out the window. laughing at Good Morning America. <laughs> like, with an empty egg is there. An empty chicken out back. And she's like, oh. <laughs> you know? And then she sees Stormare trying to come in through the window. It's so stupid to me. He looks around. He doesn't see her just yeah. staring at Well, that's the thing, though. Like, if He's you're sitting f- completely still, you know, your eyes, when you're doing that, you're looking for movement, you know? Because, like, I've tried... Bright. He also wasn't that bright. Well, no, I think he was... I think he was bright. He never said a fucking word. He let Buscemi do all the talking. He let Buscemi do all the fucks-ups. And then when it came down to it, in his mind, he was walking away with 80 grand. Mm. You know? He's also a psychopath who fucking executed Ugh. a woman in a car yeah, that was fucked up she didn't even see your face man that was, just left her there that was the best part of that's what i told you starting this movie i was like dude it's really funny but then there'll be a scene where you're <laughs> like oh my god that was dark i feel like to find this movie funny you need to have like a fucking weird yeah. sense of humor or just like enjoy like people mm. it's a really good like every character in this movie even the random side characters like those two sluts like like you you hear them talk for five minutes and you're like i get it you know like well this movie does a good job being like this is what how people would actually act it's very yeah everyone seems it's like it's not human. like cookie cutter written being like and, and there's no care every character feels real mm. like even the guy who was uh uh brush uh and, and when he finishes the story and he goes and that's the end yeah <laughs> he's given all these details and he goes and that that's it you know because he didn't know because like it's not like a well-written story it's like the character (laughs) in real life didn't know how to end the story other than saying and that's the end you know (laughs) like it was so good it was little things like that like they do a good job not having like shove exposition down your throat there's a nice flow 
to the story and everything in this movie. There's no like Moose Lake <gasps> moment. It's yeah. just kind of like really good police work, and you get to watch this dude the way she works. Like there's one there. She was the ultimate good cop. Yeah. Where she would just walk in the room with a smile. You'd be like, oh, is that your wife? Oh, that's she's so the ultimate good cop where she didn't need a bad cop because just her smile was the bad cop. And she's like a nice, just pregnant lady. But then you'll see her like, so <laughs> any cars missing? You know, and it's just like, and then like you could see William H. Macy be like, you know, like, oh, fuck. it I was so good. His character sucks so much in this movie. He was instantly, so like, the instant he started getting grilled, he just fucking folded. Folded? Got. It, how dare you you know and it's just like i'll go i'll go count them now if, if that's what you want then then i'm, I'm uh, you know <laughs> for christ's sake and you like Lee, and it's like it's like the most like polite outburst I ever know. what about the guy you're a liar you're a fucking liar like <laughs> that guy's performance was awesome yeah oh, you lied to my wife you lied to me <clears throat> It's like we're making a joke, like watching this is so Wisconsin, but I guarantee people in Wisconsin are like, oh, this is yeah, a fine movie, yeah. yeah. It's the way she goes sometimes. <laughs> I love it. I would, if I could live in 90s Wisconsin, I totally would. Yeah. That movie. I, just, I told you, I need like a little bobcat to shovel the snow and all that. And I told you, you can't train a bobcat to shovel snow. They're wild animals. <laughs> I don't know why. Put the thing in their teeth and just go, ah. What? <laughs> like walk behind it like it's an ox with a plow. I love you so much. I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> You're just whipping a bobcat to death. <laughs> Screaming, I love you. I'm sorry. You just give him ice cream later. He's yeah. fine. Wow. <laughs> yeah, have you ever bobcat seen a, really likes their, ice cream. Their feet are like this. The back feet. They're like snow hair size. That's how they can walk on the snow. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, so much happens in this movie. There's like three different stories happening at once, and they're all connected to the same thread. And then when they all come together, it's fucking chaos. <laughs> but not really, though. It's like controlled chaos. Like it escalated quickly, then just went. Yeah, and then back it just down. straight back down. I love the end. It's all anyway. Steve Buscemi's fault. All right, the plan would have went perfectly if William H Macy wasn't such a fucking rat-faced coward prick. And Steve Buscemi wasn't such a rat-faced coward prick. Everything would have worked if those two personalities weren't a part of it. Because if he just handed him the money, Granddad was going to rob the fucking woman, like they but said. But he wasn't. But he was mad because he was mad at the TV and he was mad at. Yeah, he has a control issue. Yeah. So he constantly does the whole thing. Nothing's working. He freaks and out. He, yeah, and he's like he thinks himself to be a slick criminal, smooth talker, mm. and uh, the old in and out like he thought that was a clever lie and he's like trying to bribe the cop with the 50 yeah and peter stormare instantly realizes like you see him he he goes from like stone face to like like because he knows what he has to do now <laughs> slams his head and then shoots him in the top oh, that was so Look. fucking brutal dude they had good bullet effects and like yeah effects on this oh my god and then that couple drives by you see the guy's face like oh fuck. Whoa, isn't that what you would <laughs> dead cop fucking criminal i would uh and then they try to get away and there's a high-speed chase and stormare still smoking a cigarette and he's got his gun ready dude sorry who was it my mom Ugh. um 
So then this couple drives by. And the fucking guy looks and he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> so he starts speeding. And did you notice when Peter Stormare jumps in the front seat and turns the car, there's the sign for icy roads? <laughs> so it kind of tells you That's what's fun. about to happen. Yeah. And then uh, he chases the guy for a while and the guy spins out and flips his car over, gets out Peter Stormare. One shot to the shot. back. Yeah. Fucking like 100 yards away with a pistol, you know? <laughs> fucking really good there's an olympic vent event for 10 yards like he got it literally he's right in the center of his back i feel like they should have like yeah but they also shown how cool this fucking basically they were showing you like this guy's a fucking murderer be careful um and then he goes up to the lady in the car and she just looks at him and then he like <sighs> i like how he does it though he like kind of looks away so the flashes yeah he like stuff. leans back so he won't get any blood spray. Yeah. And then when the cop finds her, he said it was a bullet wound through the hand. And then so yeah. she put her hand up to try and stop the bullet. Like this woman is probably too smart to be a cop in Wisconsin. But that's where <laughs> she wants to be because they're doing pretty good. Yeah. They're doing good. I would be so happy to be doing pretty good. I agree. Like I was looking at her in his life like that's the dream that's the american like, dream you're not rich but you don't have to worry about money you right can go out and do stuff you're well respected in the community and the community is nice yeah you know it's not like going to providence where you walk down the street and, and you people... sketch the fuck out the whole time yeah and providence is a small city so why should i feel threatened <laughs> <laughs> i mean i walked the streets of chicago and was like oh my god like I, you know yeah, but I feel like you have more of a chance to get threatened in Providence than Chicago, than Chicago because people are just like trying twice as yeah. hard. Yeah. Ugh. I used to watch videos of this Asian gang in Cranston that would hang out in front of a fucking ice cream shop and talk about how tough they were. And I was like, <laughs> who is this for? And then I was talking about it at work and this chick was like, yo, don't fuck with them. They've actually killed people. And I was like, but they're in front of a fucking ice cream parlor. They just like ice cream, bro. Talking about how tough they are. And it's a bunch of skinny Asian guys. I was like, I can fucking, come on, man. I'm not scared, but they have guns and stuff, you know. Yeah, guns are the ultimate. And they got a fucking chip on their shoulder because they're a fucking Providence gang, you know. Yeah. It's like back in the day when I was buying pot off these kids that said they were into bloods. And, and it's like. Smoke them up and they were trying to tell us blood stories and me and my friends were like thanks yeah yeah <laughs> sure you are and they're like no i'll prove it you know and it's just like God, cap gun gotcha damn. it's like that takashi s9 kid x9 and was like i am a blood and then the bloods were like okay if you're a blood we're gonna do blood stuff and they just like robbed him and fucked his girlfriend and shit like that new rappers man soundcloud rappers bunch of kids like me with fucking fruity loops that are like i'm tough yeah bunch of kids with a little bit of money being able to buy the equipment mm -hmm. Not even Fruity Loops. I'll show you Fruity Loops later. Anyway, back to Fargo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how to, like, to talk about this movie in chronological order, it spoils it completely. Yeah. You can't, because this movie is a series of events that you're watching from the perspective of three parties, all with the same goal of getting that girl out of there, <laughs> right? Like, that's all of their goals, mm. per se. Well, the cop didn't know that she was kidnapped. True. She was there. She was trying to solve a she triple homicide. To... Yeah. Which, if you think about, is fucking... A... She's trying to solve a triple homicide, so she's looking for a real dangerous motherfucker. Well, so it's a cop killer. Yeah, and a cop killer at that. So she's, like, just putting her at pre seven months pregnant in the center of an incredibly dangerous situation with a smile on her face. She doesn't even fucking hesitate. Yeah, she didn't at all. God, she was a badass in that movie. 
that's how you do a strong female character by the way it's yeah. exactly like that well nothing subtle anymore <laughs> yeah true she had like they have to have the quip in like gotta have a woman do <laughs> she she has to have she didn't have the moment where she's jumping out of the burning building and she does like a front flip and mm. lands and everyone's like who's that guy and then it's me whoa a girl can do that like they didn't have to do that fucking scene because yeah she's the sheriff of police you know she's tough like yeah. and she's smart because she was like she fucking the only it. smart one in that town yeah she was like, like oh. watching this movie her she is literally the only smart one or like i wouldn't say the only because again i maintain that what's the guy's name who the grandfather's friend oh um he was the other smart one. <laughs> oh yeah gary if you get no stan grossman stan yeah, grossman so. yeah stan grossman well stan grossman called oh yeah? oh yeah well listen i had stan grossman look at oh stan grossman did you run it by stan grossman i ran it by stan grossman yeah he was great and then even stan grossman meets with them when they're at the diner and he's like well i gotta say you know he's got a plan and then and the william h. Like, and then william h macy's like even stan grossman agrees with me the grandfather's like okay <laughs> stan grossman says so in the time that the grandfather went off the edges like he didn't listen to stan grossman he wasn't there to yeah to bail him out <sighs> small town with only did you couple. see grandpa getting it huh did you see grandpa getting it did you see Getting that killed yeah, did you, yeah. See, you saw that coming oh yeah but did you see it like coming from the moment they introduced grandpa did you see that as that being his character's end oh no that's what i mean yeah, yeah. i didn't think he was gonna die that fast uh, yeah in I that there, confrontation i thought there'd be more of a shootout or something the first time i saw it. but i thought that's, the shootout that's how shit happens it's exactly. no fucking in sword fights there's no king 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 it's slice dead it's, it's literally like block got ya. in <laughs> gunfights it's like somebody's gonna get hit or nobody's gonna get hit exactly <laughs> And Steve Buscemi was the fastest quick draw. Well, he pulled it and Grandpa just looked at it. It's like, and Grandpa also, his hand that was closest to his gun was holding the suitcase. Yeah. Like, you never want to reach across. You just want to pull up, you know? So Buscemi just pulled up and shot and he would have had to reach. Oh, he didn't need to do that, too. He didn't need to shoot him at all. He would have got the million. But well, Grandpa, he didn't have the daughter. Right. But the daughter, Stormare, didn't know Buscemi was doing this. Buscemi just left. Remember? Because he's going crazy up in that cabin. You got any girls? Hey, pal, that ain't that kind of place. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you I killed some fellers. Well, do they know? The fucking wife is dead. Yeah, because <laughs> Stormare beat her to death because like, she was... Do you see all the blood on the oven? He just bashed her head on the didn't oven. didn't even notice that. Yeah. They show the oven. They show her feet, and it tracks up, and her head's behind the pole, but you see blood going all down the oven. She's still attached to a chair, too, so that means you had to like, pick just, her up in the chair. Just just, go. Or just grab her by the side of the head and just bash her head yeah. and then dropped her. He deserved to die. He was three people, her, and five people. Serial killer. Serial mm. killer. He's going to jail forever. He's getting executed. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't get to keep living after you did that. Yeah. You know? Uh, right? Does this movie have, like, a score? very subtle like just like, like, i don't remember music at all it was a lot movie. of strings like like yeah. you know just it's kind of like elevated music like very there. soft <laughs> kind of wispy but it would cut out when the when the action started like all good movies should do cut when the act when she pulled the gun on stormare the music went from being this like kind of like inquisitive kind of apprehensive to silence mm. right ah dude did you know did you know about the wood chipper scene no 
So you did you hadn't heard about the wood chipper scene? I had no idea that was happening. I, I knew about That's the, why when it came up I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I knew about the wood chipper scene because someone explained it. They were like, dude, in Fargo a guy gets pushed into a wood chipper. And I was like, that sounds brutal. I want to see that. But I didn't know. That was the recommendation that made me watch the movie. <laughs> so I get to the end of the movie and I'm hearing the wood chipper and I'm like, sounds like a snowplow or whatever or a leaf blow. Like I'm not thinking like, yeah. oh, this is the wood chipper scene, and then the camera pans and you just see all the blood on the snow and peter stormare forcing a human leg yeah, he gets a fucking two by four and just tries to like push it in and then she's like police and he doesn't hear her, and then he looks up and she points to the badge throws the log at her and runs out onto the ice and she fires like three shots i love the stupid little things they do like that like he just he's standing right next to her. obviously he's not gonna hear her yeah until he hears like that whittle and he's like what was that what was that just looks around she's sees like, her eyes open wide because he knows he's going to go. He would have died, though, if he got to the center of the ice. Because that's where the ice is weakest. So he would have mm. just run out into the center and fallen through and drowned. Yeah, but that's why I don't think he's smart. I think he thought he was fucked. And he was like, no matter what happens, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to... Either I die out there or I die in prison. Fuck it, I'm going to go for the... Because maybe it won't break, you know? I feel like he was tough enough where if she came up to him and tried to do the arresting thing... He could have beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Thank God he ran. But she had a gun on him. He was probably anticipating, oh, she won't shoot because it's a lady or something. Mm. you know. But as we know, our cop is a badass. <laughs> Dude, she handled that dinner scene so fucking well. <laughs> oh, how about you sit over there? I prefer you sit over there. Ooh. Yeah, there's a scene where she meets up with an old... She has to go to... The, what's the town called? Twin Lakes? She goes to the Twin Cities. Twin she goes cities. to Chicago and Detroit. And she calls a friend being like, hey, you know any places I can eat? And he's like, yeah, the Rassin. So they go to the rest. Is it nice? And... Is it reasonable? <laughs> yeah, right? Those are the two questions you ask when to rest. Is it nice? Is it reasonable? Like, how many money signs does Google say it is? Yeah, yeah. Six. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> restaurants. But he goes, she goes to the restaurant, meets up with a friend, and dude is just laying it on pretty thick. From the yeah, beginning. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's super obvious. Oh, I saw you on the news. Oh, you were always so nice to me and nice. It's like, oh, you don't mind if I sit here? And she's like, actually, I'd like it if you sit over there. Then he tells a sob story about how he married a girl and she died of leukemia. And then he starts crying about how lonely he is. And she's like, whoa. That was a desperate plea to get the sympathy fuck. Because it goes to the next day where she's talking to a friend and they're in, in oh, you met up with so-and-so? Uh, did you know his wife died of leukemia? Oh, he wasn't married. What? Yeah, he's, he's like got psychological with, issues. Yeah, he's living with his parents right he's now. He's not doing that good. <laughs> he was stalking the woman he said died of leukemia. <sighs> yeah. He's not doing too And she goes, oh. Oh, well, you know. Like. That's fucking so scary. Imagine meeting up with somebody you haven't seen in like 20 years and Finding out you might have been this close to just being fucking raped, raped, killed. Yeah. That's why I like her character because she learns that information and she goes, she processes it. Yeah. And she goes, well, it didn't happen. And now I know to be fucking aware of it. Yeah, I'm going to avoid him at all. Yes. <laughs> I am seven months pregnant. God, that's just that one scene where she's laying next to her husband and she goes, we're doing good. Yeah. It's like, that's what that movie's about. Dude, her husband is painting ducks for his stamp, and he gets the three cent stamp. But so and so, his rival, got the twenty three cent stamp. And you know what she says? More people get. More people buy the three cent stamp. And it's like that's how you gotta look at life, man. That's what this movie's about. <laughs> Why would you kill someone for eighty thousand dollars? Like the point she was, what was she saying to him? Like, it's just money. It's you, just money. You're doing all this for money, but 
it's such a beautiful day yeah. And yeah i don't get it and even i think her saying it's a beautiful day out having it be a white out yeah. is her being like even this was beautiful yeah like, even any this day is, is more beautiful than killing someone for eighty thousand. this movie is so good yeah it's it's dark it's funny but at, like it's still kind of uplifting mm. it's got a great me- it's definitely i think it might be the coen brothers best movie yeah yeah right i think i'd go i'd go that far because like like i said it, it's it deals with a lot of fucking issues it has a great story great, great fucking actors and characters amazing like like they cast for talent not for fame and just like it had like it doesn't need special effects but just the way it was plainly made and they had like even when the guy gets sh- the grandfather gets shot and he's wearing a big fluffy it has a little thing go and you see like the, f- the fluff out and everything yeah just, like, and it's like a burnt hole because the yeah. gun would burn through the the, the acrylic but they don't even acrylic. they don't do that anymore no nope. now you'd see just like a red CGI hole cgi blood it, it would just be a red hole no fluff coming out or anything or it would be a cgi travesty thing yeah you know like or Buscemi would have shot him like four times before he went down and yeah. said like a quip or something or the grandpa would have went like oh I'm wearing a vest and he's like not on your face you know like it would have been something <laughs> stupid like that you know no but this movie it's definitely a good surprise because like everybody's told me to watch this movie and I'm like it's probably gonna be stupid it's probably not gonna be that great that's Again, the recommendation I got, because I knew about this movie, I've known about this, you know, like, you know about this movie, you hear about it all the time, but the recommendation to me was some guy gets forced into a wood chipper, and I was like, that sounds... See, my recommendation would be, it's not my favorite movie ever made, but it's fucking good. It's up there. Yeah. It's definitely one of my... I noticed that I say, you know, all the time, and I think it's from this. (laughs) Don't you know? Just, oh, yeah? Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many times I say, oh, yeah, in this movie. Just that one scene with the two sluts and her where they're just like, oh, God. Oh, bears. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what do you look like? It's funny looking. Funny how? In a general sense. <laughs> and that's the way everyone describes it. If I was a fucking cop having to interrogate people, I'd bash my head into the desk. You should talk to my dad about it because there's a lot of times where my dad's going, just tell me what they look like. Does he have a mustache? Does How it look tall? like a diddler mustache? I'll put him in jail and he'll never bother you again. Just give me a description. Oh, I don't know. I didn't get a good... And it's like... I'm here to help. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> this movie also had really cool cinematography. Oh, such a on. beautifully shot movie. Yeah. The fact that it's set in winter, so everything is either white or gray. I love winter movies. It's almost... Like, they'll do scenes of landscape, and it looks black and white, and you're like, no, that's just upstate Wisconsin. It's just... A, another good, like, kind of well-shot winter movie. I know you won't watch it, but it's a Krampus movie. No, I'm curious. It's uh, so good. I heard it's so sound... fucking stupid. What I'm... In... Sound design's cool. That's what I hear. The sound yeah. design is the reason you want to watch it. No, the, the effects, they have, like, practical effects in it with, like, the monsters and I stuff. like uh, Dead Snow. <laughs> that's so good. I think that's a fun winter movie. <laughs> that was the first movie I watched with Patty. Oh, that's gay. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, nose is a little bigger than you think. <laughs> um... No, but yeah. I recommend this movie highly. I recommend this movie highly. This movie is one of my favorites. Well, thanks for watching our Fargo video. My name is Chris. I'm Chad. And we recommend the movie because it's kind of funny. End of story. <laughs>